Welcome to day 205 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I wanted to share a highlight from our readings, which can be found in Isaiah 37 to 39, with a focus on Isaiah 39, verses 5 through 8. Then Isaiah said to Ezekiel, Hear the words of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and all that which your fathers have stored up till this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord. And some of your own sons who will come from you, whom you will father, shall be taken away, and they shall be eunuchs in place of the king of Babylon. Then said Hezekiah to Isaiah, The words of the Lord that you have spoken is good. For he thought, There will be peace and security in my days. Hezekiah is often a uh, king that people point to and go, Oh, he was a good king, and God granted him an extra 15 years. See, Hezekiah had reigned for quite some time, and uh, when he was covered with sickness, he would have only been 39, and God told him through Isaiah that he was going to die. And he prayed and pleaded with the Lord that his life should be spared and that he should live longer because of all the goodness that he had done. And God heard his prayer and responded with giving him an extra 15 years, which is really interesting. And there's also the miracle of the sun moving backwards in the sky as a sign to him that he would not just recover, but that he would live another 15 years. And I've, I've heard people say, oh, this is an amazing thing. This is a wonderful thing. But I see this story, and in, in, within its context, uh, Hezekiah and, and some of his selfishness. And I say that more in the sense of we read that he pleads with God to give him more time. And, of course, all of us make that prayer whenever sickness comes or whenever we have family members. We plead with God, God, please not yet. Please more time. Please a divine healing. And I don't think it's wrong to pray these prayers. But Hezekiah, by his own words, kind of reveals in his heart, I've done nothing but good. You should, you should heal me, God. And that's not exactly word for word what he says, but that spirit is there. And here's the thing. Folks, God's given us Christ. He's given us a way to be reconciled with him. He doesn't owe us anything. We would all like for our lives to be easy and to be prosperous and to have peaceful days. But the truth of the matter is, is God is sovereign. And what God decrees, as, as hard as it can be to accept at times, is good. I think we see the truth of Hezekiah's selfishness at the end of the daily readings when Isaiah comes and tells him, hey, you showed the envoys from Babylon everything that you had, everything that was stored up, and they're going to take it all away. And some of your own sons are going to be enslaved and become eunuchs. <laughs> In other words, your lineage, they're going to castrate your kids. Your lineage might end with them. And Hezekiah's response is strange. He says, oh, what you've spoken is good because it means that my days will have security peace. This is a reflection. He's not thinking about the greater whole of his people. He's not thinking about the future of his sons even. He's thinking, oh, well, my days will be peaceful. And that's the wrong heart and the wrong attitude for us as Christians to have and as believers to have. We should constantly be thinking of how we can lay foundations so that those who come after us may see even more of God, may experience His joy and goodness. We should lay foundations so that those who come after us will be better off than we ourselves were. When we think of short-sightedness within our Christian walk and in this 
context of a very finite life, we should be future thinking. The whole exile to Babylon and return, promises Jeremiah 29, 11, et cetera, et cetera, all run off the premise of future generations being blessed through one generation having to go through hardship. And, and we've seen this throughout history. There's one generation that builds, and then there's a generation that prospers, and then there's a generation that takes it too far. And, and this cycle we often see repeat itself, not just in Scripture, but in human history. We would always be doing better as not just Christians, but as, as a world if we took to heart what God has said in the Old Testament and the New Testament and we thought with the, with, with the kingdom of God in mind and we, we planted trees whose shade we would never sit in. We would, you know, plant fields whose fruits we would never harvest. And I'll be honest, today's readings put Hezekiah in a new light for me. And I'm not saying that he was a bad king. We, the Bible says that he walked in faithfulness and in righteousness. But at the end of his life, what we see is an inherent selfishness. And I'll be honest, I, I've had my own selfish moments, and I hope God, well, I know God forgives me, but I hope I don't continue to live in that way. I hope I stride towards selflessness. And we should pray that our leaders have selflessness. We all see the trouble we get in when our leaders think about their own good for their own sake in their immediate moments. And I know this seems like a strange highlight from the from the scriptures, but even from moments like this, we can learn. We can learn that sometimes it's better to let God, if God says, hey, it's now, say, okay, God, it's now. My challenge to you today is what God speaks to your heart, whether it's easy to accept or hard, that you would be able to accept it and you'd be able to lean in him for strength that you might be lifted up. Let's continue to seek God's will in our lives so that his kingdom come and his will be done. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.